This podcast is for adults only. I don't really know what else to say because it's the last chapter, so whatever. Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> Committed. Committed to the role. What does it contain? Oh, it contains filth, sex, and filthy sex. It's the Hello. final episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it is the last one. It's the very, very last one. And it's Christmas next week. Holidays oh, are coming. Holidays are coming. Tis the season, it's always the real thing. And I've had a baby. Oh my god. I'm so happy to meet him or her. I'm so glad. I think you should edit that out. Hang on. I'm so glad I had a girl. Yay! I'm so glad it was a boy. Yay! <laughs> Delete as appropriate. <laughs> Got to remember to do that. Good. Here we are again. <laughs> to find out how it all concludes, do the sexy re- box, which is available now on Amazon.com. Boom. Buy it. Buy it. Make us happy. Do you really want to find out what happens? Do you really like it? I think... We should have a super, super recap. A super cap. A super cap. Love it. Okay, so we'll go around. Yeah. Say what happened throughout the whole book. Uh Uh-huh. In chapter one. Yeah. Byron travelled into Florence to search for his mother's grave, but instead met Ida, who gave him a mysterious package before her untimely death. Chapter two. We meet Ida's (laughs) twin, Eve, and the sexy box, and it does sexy stuff. Chapter three. We find out that Byron is a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) He moves to Italy, gets a goat called Lady Garden, gets chased by some uh, henchmen, gets shot, manages to escape with the secret package. Secret package. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter four, we find out there's a corporation. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) How did that take a whole chapter? (laughs) Well, you need to listen to find out or read it. In chapter five, Byron met Ben in a secret back passage in Belgium, but they were ambushed (gasps) by Helga, leader of the Nazis, who took them captive after a hostage negotiation with Lady Garda. Power of a goat. (laughs) Then Ben got shot and Helga revealed to Byron that the sexy box had the power to bring the dead back to life and she was planning on bringing back Hitler himself. Oh. Oh. Chapter six. 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 (laughs) Maria discovers Anne Diamond and lives for, like, ever. <laughs> Helga tries to bring back the Fuhrer. Instead, Byron brings back a whole host of people, including the chuckle brother that is Barry. <laughs> Chapter 7? Yeah. yeah. Remake of a children's TV show. Pete Spikey and Abby and Gabby. <laughs> we have a lot of sex. Abby and Gabby are twins and get pulled into some wormhole and disappear. There's a room full of twins from the box. Twins everywhere. Turns out Sophia is a twin, escapes from the box, her spirit, into the body of Lady Garden, <laughs> escapes with the gang. Also, um, which one is it, Eve? Ida. Ida, comes Ida also comes out. They all get away. They jump off a cliff into the sea and that's the end. And then comes to my chapter, chapter eight. What happened in part one? Well, 
Byron goes back in time into the Crustaceous period and it's revealed that when they were escaping, Eve passes away and oh. they had to try and go back in time to 1945 and stop the Nazis taking control of the world. Da-da-da. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Shall we say no fucking about or just get on with Mimi's chapter? Let's get ready to rumble. Pure. Pure chapter. Pure chapter. We won't even talk. I can't promise that. <laughs> I'm just going to pour some port. Okay. Ooh. Pour some port. port. Power yes, up. Please. Very Christmassy. Does anybody fancy a little <laughs> port? Yes, please. Ching, ching. So, um, are you ready for the second part? Are you ready for this? See I'm not old. even ready for Christmas. Go, me. Chapter 8, Part 2. Byron opened his eyes to find a woman with a ponytail standing over him. Get his dear good, she asked as she helped him to his feet. Rubbing the back of his neck, Byron looked at her, thinking that she looked strangely familiar. <gasps> thinking fast, he replied, Migate's good, Danka. He speaks German. He does. What were you doing lying on the floor, she asked him in German. <laughs> I, just, I see what you did. I see yeah, what you did. I just couldn't be fucked to speak in German throughout the whole chapter. And we would have no idea what you were saying. <laughs> Very good. Well done. I slipped, Byron replied, and shrugged his shoulders. That is not good enough, she barked. Luckily, it was me that found you. What? If it was the Fuhrer or any of the journals, you would be sentenced to death. Stay at <laughs> the station until further notice. <laughs> With that, she strode off in the opposite direction towards the guarded iron door, which was open for her as was soon as she reached it. Yeah, I think this yeah, is... Yeah, because she looks like Helga, yeah. Mm. Good job it was Sabine that found you, yeah, the guard yeah. shouted across to Boom. speechless Byron. Yeah, Byron said as yeah. he comprehended who that blonde woman was. I must get inside that door and stop Sabine, Byron thought to himself. Checking his surroundings, he saw that there was just the one guard at the door with no surveillance cameras. Mm. Byron moved quickly, and before the guard even saw it coming, he was dealt with a hit in the abdominum by Byron's right kick, right knee. Before he hit the ground, <laughs> Byron had... Abdominum? <laughs> What's abdominal, that? The abdominum. Abdominum, um, yeah. It's just below your foliage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're pronouncing. It's right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Before he hit the ground, Byron had twisted his neck with a simple manoeuvre of his hands. Picking up the dead soldier's weapon, he then turned the doorknob and entered the room. Oh, Stood right before him was a naked Hitler. With only oh one no, ball. he's doing the wanky box. And Sabine holding the sexy box and Diamond, who was just about to pour on the Mein Kempf that was on the bookcase. Oh my God. Without a thought, Byron shot at Sabine. Taking a hit on her left shoulder, she managed to activate the secret hidden passage and escape. Oh my god. Oh god. Damn it, Byron muttered to himself as he got the wind after her. Damn it. I'll get you next time. <laughs> Catch it. It's not the end of this, Sabine. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> as he jumped into the passage, he noticed that Hitler was hiding cowardly under his desk. He wished he had the time to make Hitler suffer, but he had more important things to contend with. Running after Sabine, Byron found himself in complete darkness, but it did not hold him back. Years of training in the Marines meant he was able to adapt to his surroundings quickly. Damn it, Byron hit the wall as he came to a dead end. Damn it. Damn you, Sabine. Damn it. <clears throat> Damn it, Janet. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. She can't have possibly gotten out of here that fast, Byron thought to himself. 
No way. Feeling the cold brick walls, Baron searched in vain for a key to open up the wall. He hands guided up and down the walls when he noticed the floor beneath him was uneven. Of course, a trapdoor, he exclaimed as he moved the concrete slab across to, re- to reveal a manhole. Obs. Baron jumped down and found himself in the sewers. Love a manhole. As he contemplated which direction to go, he suddenly dodged swiftly to his right, Sabine attacked him with a dagger. Oh my god! Hang on, just back up, this has happened so quick. They're in the sewers, she's got him with a dagger. Why didn't he kill Hitler? I suppose Hitler was about to die anyway. Hitler's about to die and he needs the box diamond duo to... Well, his main concern was the sexy box and the diamond. Mm, to stop the, the second Reich. Well, the fourth Reich. <laughs> Listeners, in case you're wondering, beforehand we realise Mimi's got a lot to get through this <laughs> chapter. So she's going at quite a <laughs> pace. Speed reading. <laughs> she is. Sorry. You have not got your podcast on two times mode. Actually, when you listen to this, listen to it at like 0.75 to 0.5 speed. It'll be good. We all sound like we're totally... Stoned. We all sound like mums. As he contemplated which direction to go... <laughs> Well, I said retard last week. <laughs> it's better than mom. Yeah. It's better than ginger. I know. Imagine like a ginger mongoloid. People would be laughing <laughs> up. Oh, now I've said it. I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's like a card of that on um, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> so, shall I carry on? Yes. 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 Okay. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, Drink. Yeah. Yum. I'm doing these weird things. What are you doing there? She's wanking her thumb. Oh. Wanking her thumb. I don't know. I think I had too fun. much Prosecco and port. Oh, I don't think you had enough, Laura. You've been drinking that Prosecco since last week. Yeah, I think you need to give me some more port. No, I don't want any more port because um, it's already making me feel a bit... Do you want some more <laughs> I think maybe we should get some more Prosecco or some wine. Um, oh, as yes. he contemplated which direction to go, he suddenly dodged swiftly to his right. Sabine attacked him with a dagger. Sabine was no match for Byron as he managed to counter-attack her moves. He knocked the dagger out of her right hand and held her up by the throat. Hiya! Held her by the throat? Not really hard. Strong. Sabine clung onto Byron's hand with both of her hands as she tried to wrestle out, out of his grip. I'm sorry, but I cannot let you escape with the box and diamond, Byron explained as Sabine eventually stopped struggling. <gasps> if he kills her now, that means there'll be no Helga to try and stop him. So he should kill her. As her lifeless body dropped to the oh, ground, nice. Byron picked up the pistol and fired two shots at Sabine for good measure. Oh my gosh! Everything's good. Byron searched her body and found the sexy box and the 1945 version of the diamond. He remembered what Maria and Sophia said to him. There can be two coexisting artefacts in one timeline, said to Maria, but this will only be momentarily as the time stream can maintain the status quo for a short time before the present artefact will start to affect the time you are in. How it makes sense. You yeah. will need to hurry and destroy the sexy box and diamond as soon as you can. Byron placed the 1945 version of the diamond onto the box and brought the sexy box above his head. With as much force as he could muster, he hammered it onto the diamond. <gasps> A tremendous flash of white light erupted, making Byron avert his eyes away from both objects. Oh, he's killed it. He's smashed it up. Do you want comments? So what about bringing Ida back? Eva. This- Ida? One of them is dead. Eva, that's the Eva's, combination. Eva's yeah. dead. And is Hitler's other half. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <coughs> well, you know, it could be the best of both. What, Tranny. <laughs> Tranny? <laughs> <laughs> the best of both, you know. Do you want me to carry on? Well, we better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll leave it there. Oh, can we just mark Sabine, you know? She wasn't always bad. 
Oh, yeah, but... When she worked for Maria in the Netherlands until she got brainwashed by the Nazis, (laughs) she was good. She has got a nice name. I call her name Sabine. Yeah. Yeah. And also R.I.P. Anne Robinson. She died. (laughs) (laughs) That's Helga, isn't it? Oh, no, it's her sister. I thought, like, I'd just missed the news and Anne Robinson had died. Oh, I think Helga, I think Anne Robinson. I mean, I know her face looks like she has. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean Anne Robinson. The morning rays of sunlight... Bast Byron's face gently making him stir. What did they do to his face? Bast. Bast. The morning rays of sunlight bast Byron's face gently making him stir. Blinking into the light, Byron sat upright in the bed. <gasps> Can I just say, you made Byron blink? Yeah. <laughs> Which probably means nothing, but if you listen to my dad wrote a porno, Byron blinked. Up. Belinda blinks. Oh, we should have oh. done that. Have Byron that blinked. Often. Brilliant. <laughs> Why I don't know where Laura's going. We should have done that, oh. but we just did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if only me and me had thought about doing it. We could have done it in every chapter. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Where am I now, Byron said <laughs> out loud. You're home, silly, a female voice giggled. Byron looked over to find a petite woman with dark brown hair tied loosely in the ponytail in a nightshirt standing in the doorway smiling at him. Must be Ida. Ida, is that you? Ida went over to him and kissed him on the cheek. Of course it's me. Who else will it be? Oh. Byron engulfed her in the tight embrace and kissed her passionately on the lips. What's with all this affection? I just want to show you how pleased I am to see you. You are definitely happy to see me, I just smirked as they both looked at his hot rod. They both looked at his hot rod. They both looked. Uh, like even Byron was like, look, look what I did. <laughs> look at my hot rod. Yeah. Who's oh, yeah. your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> Byron laid Ida down onto the bed and rapidly lifted her nightshirt overhead and started kissing her breasts. He removed her underwear and started playing with her jelly bean. Yay! Ida tugged at his boxers to to free his big schlong. It wasn't long before his big engine entered the depths of his tunnel. His tunnel? Choo-choo! the tunnel. Oh, I was going to say, he did it very big. Cold round. Oh, no, that's Thomas the Tank Engine. It's good sex music, isn't it? I don't know if that's the right thing to be a children's cartoon. Well, she put, you know, would you actually go to that music? Isn't that Super Mario? Have you seen that video of the goths dancing to that? Remind me to show you that. Yeah, it's funny. They've dubbed that on over the top. Goths like grunging around. It's really funny. Oh dear. Everything is the way it should be, Byron thought as he nestled Ida in his arms. So, are you going to the Rig Museum to visit Eve? Ida turned to Byron. Who is Eve? (gasps) Byron looked at her. Eve is your twin sister. What are you talking about? I don't have a twin sister. Why does she have a twin? Why is the twin disappeared? Byron stared at her, horrified. The fairy is making you work a lot of overtime. You must be overtired and having strange ideas like I have a twin sister. That must be it, Byron grimaced. Did you say the fury is making you work overtime? Oh, oh no. my god. For fuck's sake. Bloody Nazi. Shiza. <laughs> Come on, we must get ready for work now or we'll be late. Byron stood under the shower, letting the hot water flow down his muscular body. What has happened to the present, Byron wondered. I'm now working for the Nazis? This can't be happening. Byron wished it was a bad dream, but as he got dressed, he slowly realised that it was worse than that. It was his worst nightmare. 
His workout. He was ginger. <laughs> <laughs> he had a micro penis. Oh, he couldn't get his cock out in front of Yeah, but we, we just know he had a hot broad. FYI, micro penis. 0.6% of the population is diagnosed with that per year. Just to answer a previous that's, thing that was said about That's quite unlucky then, isn't it? If you, you end ago. up the counter, said mm. micro penis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. That's a true micro penis. Mm. Some people claim they have a micro penis when they don't. That's a different conversation. But but if you why would you claim that? To try and get like growth stuff. Oh, uh, if you've seen one, then surely that's got to be it. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, micro penis is like oh in your life. Yeah. yeah. So if you encounter a micro penis, statistically, Depends that's the only one you should ever see. So yes. how? So like one in how many? It just says 0.6% of the population. <laughs> so that'd be like so one in six billion of us. 190. <laughs> Who are you, Carol Vaughan? That's a lot. I'm just trying to think for Laura, like she's saying. She's, <laughs> she's, she's unsure what? about well, yeah, dating. I'm presuming you've slept with less than 190 people. Yes. But if you were to go over that, you might see your second one. Well, I'm way off that. <laughs> but theory, but one day you might. <laughs> Next Tuesday. <laughs> just for the record, Barra's not worst name is not having a micro penis. Ah. Oh. What is yeah. his worst nightmare? It's not having a micro... Spiders. It's not having a micro penis. Hang on. No, it would be... <laughs> is having a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't want a micro penis. He doesn't... All them doesn't. tricky double negatives. <laughs> he wants a micro penis. <laughs> he doesn't want a micro penis. <laughs> Do you remember at the beginning when we said no fucking about? <laughs> Can you tell we've been drinking? It's Christmas! No it shit, is. Sherlock. Do you want some more eggnog? Oh, yum. Eggnog? I wonder what I've bought some more leprechaun and it's not the same packet as it was last week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So, do you want to find out what Byron's worst nightmare yes. is? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I just realised I had a typo. Is it ventriloquist dummies? His work outfit consisted of a navy suit, which is nothing out of order with one exception. <gasps> there was a swastika suit. I knew it! Right He's going to work for suit, them. Jock- suit jacket. Looking around the bedroom, he noticed that the pictures of him and Ida were with others also dressed the same, and they all had their right arm raised in a Nazi salute. Oh! Ida entered the bedroom dressed in a similar way to him, but in the skirt. Here's your briefcase with your tools. I know how you like to use your own, she, she pecked him on the, on the cheek. Byron managed to smile. You know me so well. They're all clean. I know how you don't like to use blood-splattered tools when you're <gasps> interrogating. Oh, it's not very no. professional. Byron stared at the briefcase in his hand. What have, be- what have I become in this timeline, he thought to himself. I must find out what has happened since I changed the past. It's like some sort of Nazi doctor person who hurts people. Oh, yeah, dear. Dr. Mengo. It's like Dr. Pettigrew. Byron's. <laughs> he is like Dr. Pettigrew. <laughs> Byron stared at the briefcase in his hand. What have I become in this time? He thought to himself. I must find out what has happened since I changed the past. Keeping these thoughts to himself, Byron dutifully left with Ida. As they stepped out of the house, two cars were waiting for them. Oh God. See you tonight. I may be late as I have target practice, Ida said as she stepped <laughs> into the back of the first car. Byron waved as Ida was, driv- was driven away. He decided to get into the car and see where it would lead him. As Byron sat down in the leather seat, he became became aware that he was becoming lightheaded. He let him cross to the driver. What is going on? 
Before he received a reply, he became unconscious and the car started making its way to the destination. Drug. Mm. The destination? What's the destination? Is it the final destination? (laughs) (laughs) Cold, icy water splattered Byron's face, forcing him to wake up. He tried to get up from his chair, but found that his hands were behind his back, restrained by thick ropes. Deja vu, Byron muttered. Do you usually find yourself held captive? As Byron's vision came into focus, he looked at the person who was speaking to him. Maria? <gasps> Maria stood before Byron and stared, at, stared hard at him. Why have you tied me up? I don't know if I can trust you, after all. You're one of them. <gasps> you can trust me. I'm one of the good guys. I can't take any risks, but I needed you here as I need, need some answers. I know that you found the diamond in Egypt in 1922, Byron cried out. You helped me go back in time to destroy the sexy box and the diamond to stop the rise of the Nazis. I've come back and everything has changed. I don't understand why we are under Nazi rule and how I became to be part of it. Ida doesn't have a twin sister. It's all baffling to me. Maria's expression softened a little. It's true then what my source says. You are a different Byron. The Byron of this time is a ruthless investigator who tortures his victims mercilessly even if they give him the information that is needed. He has Fuck killed her. countless of men, women, and even children. Oh, children. No. Byron. Byron, you're better off being a pervert. That's not what you had in mind when you got your cock out on the Sainsbury's trolley. <laughs> I can understand him killing women, but... <laughs> <laughs> men and children? Hashtag Why me not? too. <laughs> being a top investigator for Nazis is a cutthroat job. You were on a hit list until one my intelligence spotted something strange last night. Your unconscious body was found in a roadside and you were swiftly taken back to your home. From the conversation exchanged between Ida and one of the generals, it appears that they did not completely trust you. What do you mean? They found the mobile phone in your pocket and saw the photos. <gasps> it suddenly dawned on Byron that they must have seen the photos of the, di- di- the, photos of the dinosaurs, which meant that oh, they know that he travelled back to the past. They know that you are Byron from a different timeline and you would have been killed if we hadn't replaced the driver with one of our own. Ooh. Tell me. What did I change in 1945? Oh, do you know what? I thought you were going to finish! No, she's She's just having a drink. I'm so gripped. um, I don't get how they would know this if the time has changed. But wouldn't they have thought, what's this weird contraption with some weird thing on it? Who knows? Who knows? I mean... I think it depends on who the author is, but obviously time travel is different for whoever writes it some people will say with time travel you go back in time and whatever you take back the technology doesn't exist but in my version it does so there <laughs> so if you brought something back with you through some way or another it's been invented to exist in that time mm. tell me what does I change in 1945 once the sexy box and the diamond from 1945 was, was destroyed it should have been the end of it however the present day diamond you used to travel back in time was dropped when you were being brought back to the present. Hitler went into the passage after Sabine and found the diamond you had dropped. Oh no. Even without the sexy box, he was able to use the power of the diamond to become immortal and to take over the world. Dick. Fucker. Double dick. <laughs> oh no, what have I done? <laughs> Baron sagged into his chair. How do you know all this? I'm connected to the diamond as I wish for a longer life. Once the timeline had changed, the events was projected to me like a vision. Oh. I saw once she landed in 1945 and killed Sabine. Once she had left for your own time, I saw the events unfolding like a bad dream. The only thing I could do was wait until the time was right to speak to you. Luckily, there is a resistance group that, that is still trying to stop hit this rule, but our chances are getting slimmer by the day. 
I, I'd like to think that's the um, <clears throat> hello, hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I was just pissing by. <laughs> Listen carefully, I should say this only Vance. <laughs> you stupid woman. <laughs> oh, I'm not me. I'm like, my name is, um, is in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. Mimi. Yeah. Little blonde girl. Yeah. I'm really short as well. Well, <laughs> you met the guy that played hair lip in the lower Have you? Oh. He's in Wesselton. <laughs> um, what, what do you need need me for? Before Maria could reply, an explosion erupted from the corner of the lab. Emerging from the smoke was Ida with the pistol in hand. Ida, Byron began. Ida slowly made her way to them. I knew you weren't the bar and no, after seeing this, these, those photos on your phone. You weren't good dick. fucks, though. It's a shame that you have to die. <laughs> what? Thing is, though, you know, if I... If I had, <laughs> Lord Sean and personal experience. If I had a boyfriend and I had the choice of seeing some photos of some other woman half naked on his phone or yeah. some dinosaurs, I'd definitely opt for the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, but this is a different timeline. I think I'd be up for dinosaurs, but yeah, it's, it's the Nazis are in control. Who's up for dead. dinosaurs? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is a different timeline, so everything's a bit warped. I love the fact that Laura genuinely looks a little bit tiddly. <laughs> no, I think it's that poor. Um, yeah, really? To be fair. Like, I love the way your bottle's gone. You're clutching your glass with both hands. <laughs> like Laura, a borrower. I don't, like a I, I don't know if Laura's enjoying my chapter. I think she's just a bit... Um, no, I'm okay. taking it in. I'm, I'm absorbing it. <laughs> just like the alcohol. Um, Ida took aim at Byron and in slow motion, the bullet left the gun, then everything froze. The room went pitch black and Byron saw a small glow from a flag growing from which gave him enough light to see where he was. He was now standing with his hands free. One by one, they all, befo- all appeared before him. Who are you all? Who are you? <laughs> we are different versions of you from alternative dimensions. Oh my God. One of the figures said. It sounds so Byron looked at him. <laughs> this Byron looked exactly like him, except for an eye patch over his left eye and a sword <gasps> on his back. He was wearing a black sleeveless top that showed off his muscular tattooed arms. <laughs> Looking around, Byron saw that they all looked like him, apart from a few features. One had blonde hair, glasses, and was wearing a slim-fitting white suit, black tie, and smart black, shoe- black shoes. Another had long, dark brown hair tied back in the ponytail, wearing a tight t-shirt and pocketing gun on his belt. There was a Byron with shoulder-length peppery grey hair, creased lines, and a scar across the side of his face. Another version of him had a military-style haircut and in combat gear. What surprised him the most was the female form of him. <laughs> she was wearing denim shorts. <laughs> <laughs> That showed off her that showed off her long legs, her long wavy purple hair cascaded over a tight blue jumper and plump bosoms, and she was standing there with a hand on her, on her hip. The female Byron. Byron. Mm. What is the female version of Byron, name wise? Byrony. Bryony. Bryony, Bryony. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Kayla. Byron noticed that she also had a combat belt on with a dagger on. The eye patch Byron Croft. came forward and addressed him. In your time, the experiments that Ida and Eve did created alternative dimensions, thus in resulting other versions of you. Each world has its own rules, but your actions has changed things. We're able to form together to bring you here, thus saving you from Ida. Oh, God. Where is here? What's happening? Byron asked. We are in a place where time and space cannot reach us. You need to go back to where it all started, when you first met Ida. Oh, God. 
Why do you need to go back? You need to return and prevent the diamond going to the hands of the corporation. But that's impossible. I stopped the corporation from existing by killing Sabine. They never tried to resurrect Hitler as he never died and he became immortal resulting in changing the present. True that, but we have the power to undo what we True that! <laughs> True that, true that! <laughs> I did why? He's bully! True that. Wag, wag. No, that's but racist. But we have the power... to is a pirate saying true that? True that, but we have the power to undo what you did in 1945 to bring back the present as you know it. <laughs> Our realities will, will remain unchanged. But why are you doing this? Why does it need to go back to how it was before? Hitler has unlimited power with the diamond in his hands. He would go to great lengths to conquer our dimensions and rule over us all. Even if nothing changes in 1945 and I meet Ida, will she still be killed by the corporation? Hitler will still be resurrected and reign. The female buyer went over to him and punched him in the face. <laughs> Stop being a dick, she said. <laughs> We wouldn't be doing this if we weren't certain that it would save our worlds. Byron massaged his jaw. Boy, did she throw a punch, he thought to himself. He does like a face massage, doesn't he? <laughs> he's done his temples, his jaw. <coughs> he likes a massage because he's not getting one on his dick. <laughs> Dear Lord. In my world, I was able to look into the future and saw what it would, what it would be like if Hitler had died. Yes, the corporation would try getting their hands on the sexy box and diamond. But if he had not spent the night with Ida, the diamond would, would have been lost anyway. Eve would still hold the pendant and eventually destroy it so that the diamond could not be re- reunited with it to turn it into a key. You need to go back and stop the destruction of our worlds. Everything must have an end for a beginning. So <gasps> hang on, he's going to go back to when he slept with Ida and not take the package? Well, But how can he do that if it's... Surely the past now will be the past from where he is. But with the alternative dimensions and oh, all the different Byrons, they have the power to take him back. Yeah, because there's like a million, million worlds, all different. Yeah, different the versions of him. <laughs> Constants and variables. I get you. There's I know, it's very, it's it's very sci-fi. A, there's always a town. There's, there's always, always a Byron. There's always a man. There's always a Byron, but a different... But if I, even I had been experimenting... It's like if, a film I've watched. <laughs> Anyway, let's hear it. Yeah. I presume we're getting near the end now. Yes. She's right, said the glasses, Byron. Based on my calculations, glasses, Byron. She's right. (laughs) (laughs) She's right, said the glasses, Byron. (laughs) She's turned into Sprite. Sprite, Byron. Based on my calculations and data retrieved, we need to maintain the status quo for our realities to remain unaffected. Byron's shoulders slumped in defeat as he took in what had just been told him. I guess I have no choice. May not be son of a bitch, said the military Byron. The oh, fate of our world depends like on ben. you. It's like Ben. Don't go feeling sorry for yourself. You have a duty. Don't you forget that. The scarred Byron said, Mate, I know it's a lot to take in. Mate! But we, don't, that. <laughs> but we don't have much time. <laughs> Chewed at me. Boyaka shot me. We can't stay in this void forever. We'll need to send you back now. Byron straightened up and looked at all the versions of him. He knew that what they said all made sense in a way. The fate of the world was literally in his hands. Oh my gosh. Right, send me back. I'm ready, Byron told them all. <gasps> He's got the whole <clears throat> As Byron faded world. away, the long ponytailed Byron spun his gun on his finger and said to the others, Should we have told him? doesn't make a difference. 
Either way, <gasps> we will return to our own realities and carry on with our lives, the eye patch Byron replied as they all began to slowly disappear. Oh, <clears> I like <throat> the fact that there's multiple Byrons. That's really cool. <laughs> Byron landed Somewhere out there he's got a surname. <laughs> <laughs> Byron vs. Theory. Yeah. Byron landed on the marble steps of the bank where he had bumped into Ida and she had spilt coffee over him. Oh. He turned around on the steps abruptly and in turn knocked over a petite brunette. Byron stared at her as he caught her arm. Oh my god, he's trapped in a loop. It's going to play all over again. Is that the end? Yeah. Oh! oh, oh god. I quite like the ending. Yeah, I like the ending. It's good. It's good. Was it better yeah. than everyone dying? Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone dies but everyone lives so it always happens well it's it's a constant up to him to make up or is he gonna suddenly just punch her in the face walk away and I'll be like bitch you got coffee on me (laughs) or he could just go for it all again nobody knows but he loves Ida he does he wants one last sweet little fuck and that's where it all happens but also we don't actually know if he remembers he'll remember he remembers oh he he remembers (laughs) oh girlfriend (laughs) I think it'd be quite good if we didn't remember. Didn't? Yeah. I think even it would just loop, wouldn't it? It will loop. loop. I think if he remembers or if he doesn't remember. Well, it's just the way I've written it, it, he remembers. I'm always a big fan of stories that have a little bit of ambiguity at the end, so you can kind of make up how you think it should end. It's up to the viewer and the listener to decide. Does Byron decide to help Ida or does he actually decide to not and just leave it? Oh, Mimi, that's really bloody well done. done. Yeah. Um, Effort went into that chapter. From the pleasure cottage that you got given. (laughs) (laughs) There was an odd goat that swallowed a lady. Why, oh, why did she swallow a lady? Because she wanted a diamond. I don't know why. (laughs) You did really well. (laughs) No, that's really good. That's a really, really really top-notch ending. Congratulations. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I was so enthralled. I was literally... I think just it's a better ending to the first series ending. Thank you. Yeah. Is it because it's like got a bit of... Um, up to the listeners to decide what, what happens? Yeah, it's just different. I it's wouldn't have predicted It's more intense, it. I yeah. think. And like it. It, it, it ends, again, on a cliffhanger, which isn't a cliffhanger, but yeah, ambiguity. Yeah. So it's a bit more gory than normal. I was watching some things that were a bit gory, so <laughs> my writing was... Was it Babe? Yeah. yeah, baby in the city. Oh, imagine a gory version of babe. <laughs> baby in the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> baby in the butchers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, let's get marketing that. Let's, <laughs> B-I-B. I'd, I'd bib. Wear your bib. Mm. Baby in the butchers. Shit. Oh, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed not just this chapter, but the whole series. And just thanks for sticking with us for another year. Yeah, thanks for listening. What was your favourite bit? When I found out that people in Cambodia are really into us. <laughs> I weird. don't know. I don't know what my favourite bit is. I the, think I the Nazis like... and, the, and the Germans, I think, that are just a bit like, oh my God, Hitler. I think your reaction to Ben being ginger <laughs> was wonderful. <laughs> I don't really remember. And the whole Pleasure Cottage chapter. Yeah. That is... I will never forget that for as no, long as I live. I won't. I think just being together, you know, being able to record it. Oh. Lovely. Oh, oh cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy oh. Christmas, everyone. Christmas. Happy Christmas. Yeah. And God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Plague of both your houses. Um, it's sad. It's over. Until next time. Is there... They could be, you never know. There's always the next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
damn right. We're stuck in an infinite loop. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps happening. Chapter one. Uh... <laughs> Rick's story. Oh, no. Daniel's cock. <laughs> I think I think there's a lot of difference between this this story and the last one. I think which this one, one did you prefer? I think this one because we're a bit more creative. Last one had more cohesion. <laughs> even then it's an <laughs> for sure it stayed in the office most of the, most of the time yeah or and mailing the nearby know. cops yeah um, I think I preferred the characters last time yeah I preferred there last was a few, there was there's the, certain characters in each one that I like but I think the overall, characters got more depth last year definitely I think because there was so much death last year and then rebirth <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to commit Maybe this year to a, a character. Maybe, I don't know. As a question for you, Rob. From your first chapter in Florence, did you ever think it was always going to be about a box, a bar of soap and a diamond? Well, no, not at all. I did wonder if it would have a kind of... Did you ever foresee Sort it? of Indiana Jonesy feel. Yeah, Crossed with, um, what's his name? I don't know who you're talking no. about. No, I don't know my Jack Reacher. Okay. I, don't um, I guess so, in a, in a way. I think this one's a bit more... We could be a bit more creative, I think. With what we I felt do. a bit more national treasure about it. Yeah, I liked it that we went back in time. I like the fact it was in different countries. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and the accents and all that. Different times. <laughs> the poorly perpetrated <laughs> accents, yeah. <laughs> we are so sorry. Netherlands, Germany. Belgium. <laughs> Belgium. Italy. The North. Italy, yeah, there was Italy. Italy. Who's yeah. Irish? Oh, who's Irish? Who's Irish? Irish. Bit of who's Australian. Irish. Australian. <laughs> G'day, mate. We covered most continents. We did. Mm. Did well. So, um... It's time to say, say goodbye. It doesn't mean we don't want people to get in touch no. and say oh, what they thought of the series. Tell us what you thought of it all. And especially, Abby from <laughs> Twitter, I would like to know about what you think about it. And Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda. Our favourite fan. Yeah. Please, um, let us know. Let us know, um... How appalled you are. And also, if you have any ideas for what we should do for chapter series. <laughs> for series three. Oh, I, chapter I think, 13. I think you always had a little bit. No. No. Is it raining? Um, yeah, it's, it's wet outside. Oh, it's no. wet. You bring a brolly. Oh. No. We're all going out for drinks, by yeah. the way. And dinner. Yeah, to celebrate. But yeah, we do want to know about series three. What would you like what, us to write about for series three? Yeah. Send us. How can people get in contact for the very last time in 2018? Laura. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> Brilliant. Rob. <laughs> Telephone. Excellent. Mimi. I'm going to go with the modern times. Um, Twitter, we write sex. And telekinesis. <laughs> um, should any of them fail, please try Ouija board or smoke signals. <laughs> and um, that's it. Or don't bother. Or just don't bother. Like so many of you. <laughs> no, I don't mean. Or just write to us. In English, though. We, we or won't. Cambodian. Cause... Or Cambodian. Oh, if you've come to Cambodia, please get in touch. <laughs> that would be so nice. Oh, oh, I'd like to go into Cambodia. If you can house me, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> just some random <laughs> can, can you house Mimi for um, a month or more in no, Cambodia? No, just two weeks will do. A month or more. <laughs> if you do have... record an egg series. <laughs> if you do have Airbnb or a spare bedroom that you are willing to rent to Mimi, uh, <laughs> please write to us at wewritesex at gmail.com. Yeah, please. Because we're willing to rent out Mimi. <laughs> so it's at wewritesex at Twitter. 
Thanks, Rob. Um, yeah, I think we've probably covered off everything. They all know. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>